Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Happy Monday, Lou. Yeah, happy Monday. I mean, you guys will be hearing this on Friday, so happy Friday as well. Happy Friday, guys. We're recording on Monday. (laughs) So... This week's episode, we're following a little bit of a different format, a different style. It's kind of going to be hot seat questions, really. Life questions. Yeah, Yeah. so we have no answers to these questions yet. So we've just seen them literally now. We've just opened them up. And we're going to ask ourselves, each other, these questions and give our answers on the spot. Mm-hmm. We're just going to see, delve in and see... Go with the flow, see what we think. See what we think. Um, and, and we really want to start a conversation in the comments as well about what you guys think. So one of the first questions here is, is happiness an end goal or a byproduct of things? Now, the thing is with this question, I think, is that it genuinely to me is both. Yeah. Like, I think happiness is the end goal. I mean, when I, I'm just thinking of like when I'm retired, I've got grandkids, like I'm going to want to be happy over being like maybe mega wealthy. Like I want to be happy with my life. So I guess it is an end goal because you do things in your life to make sure that you are happy at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. But then it's also a byproduct of things because obviously you do things on the day to day that make you happy. Yeah. So it's kind of both. But then it's a bit of a wig out question. It is. I've just thought about it like a little bit then when you were answering and I was like, oh yeah, I agree with that. Oh yeah. But like, is happiness an end goal? Now that scares me because if we're just going through life trying to get to happiness. Yeah, you don't should, want to be. Should, yeah. How is happiness an end goal? What if it takes us 20, 30 years to get there? To be, yeah, to be honest, happiness should be a daily goal. Yeah. It should be an end goal. I mean, I get it in the sense of like, once your life's finished, although how morbid that is, you want to be happy and look back at your life. But then surely if you make being happy a daily goal, then mm. of course you'll have that as your end goal. Mm. Mm. Like I, I think that sounds a bit sad if you're looking at it just as your end goal. Like if you're not happy right now, but you're thinking, oh, well, by that point I'll be happy. Like I don't think anyone should go through life like mm. that. Mm. But it's sad because some people some do. Some people do. Some people yeah. do actually base a lot of decisions of, oh, well, this is really crap right now. But when I get here... Hopefully I'll, then be happy. I'll hopefully I'll be yeah. happy. Which is, I feel like I've said that to myself a few times. But yeah. when it when it asks, like, is it an end goal or is it a byproduct of things? I think, yeah. Don't we constantly, like, plan our day or plan our lives to do things that make us happy? Like, I'm going to go on that run because I know that's going to, like, yeah. release endorphins to make I'm me happy. I'm going to make that dinner yeah. because I really feel like that mm. and that's going to make me happy. I'm going to sit down to watch YouTube because yeah. that makes me feel happy. I'm going to put a lot of effort in my relationship at the moment because that's making me feel really yeah. happy. So, But when it says the byproduct of things, is it saying – is, is happiness – do you get happiness from material things? Is that what it's Is that um, what it's asking? I think also side note is that I don't think a feeling should be your end goal. Like I don't think – like mm-hmm. I think that should just be like an unconscious goal. Like I don't think anyone should be thinking. Yeah. Thinking about that because I feel like if you put so much pressure on yourself to be happy with your life, you're going to – find ways to pick at your life yes like i feel like it should be like it shouldn't be a goal because it should just be the normal like it should yeah. just be the thing that you are doing those actions to make yourself happy but not with the goal to make yourself happy yeah. wow that's a mouthful but yeah. if you guys okay. are on the I same wavelength i see where, you're, com- I see where you're coming from yeah yeah i do but it's I, interesting yeah. it's so interesting you wouldn't it? want to be happy though because of i guess materialistic things look when you get given a materialist thing, yes, it does make you happy, but you shouldn't be basing your whole happiness on that. Mm. You should be doing things in your day-to-day routine or things that... But we mentioned this. We had a big chat about this in a podcast last season. Yeah. About how you can't, you need to stop putting your 
happiness. Like, like you know how I was saying, like mm. in other people. So like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you need to actually create your own happiness because yeah. if you rely on other people to like make you happy, then you're not in control of that emotion. Yeah. And I think some people in life, like I've definitely been there before where like I wasn't in control. And I also think people have a misconceived idea as to what happiness is. I think people think that happiness needs to be the perfect thing that like almost like you're striving for someone else's happiness. Like you see someone on Instagram yeah. or something yeah. or a celebrity and you're like, God, they must be so happy. They have the yeah. best life. But it well, shouldn't it could, be yeah, about, about that. that. Yeah. Yeah. But in, in, in this question, I guess it's it's both. I, I think happiness say, is everyone's end goal, meaning everyone wants to look back at their yeah. life and be happy about it, right? Yeah. And That's, I, I think it's I think we're just trying to make it too deep. I think we're trying to make it too deep. <laughs> and I also think that though, like, if you are truly happy, you wouldn't be asking yourself if you were happy. Yeah. So then therefore you would have achieved that goal without even consciously thinking that you've achieved that goal. That's okay, so that's the next question here. Okay. God, I've just read it. Okay, do you want me to read it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. What percentage of your decisions do you think are made by your unconscious and your subconscious? Can we like break it down to like a day? Like on a daily yeah. basis, what percentage is So I think daily daily thing I think when you make your work way through your routine and like the decisions mm. of obviously you getting ready, you making your breakfast and stuff, I think that's all kind of like it's you you've got a routine that is your subconscious clearly more coming through. Yeah. I think your decisions that you make Oh God. I think consciously you make a lot of decisions during your day about maybe whether to message someone, whether to talk to someone, whether to make a decision at work, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think the decisions you make in life are somewhat navigated by your subconscious. Because even when you're thinking whether a decision is right or not, Mm. your subconscious will find a way to weave in and be like, is this the right move? Or is this that? I feel like they Isn't that your conscious? Yeah. So isn't that your conscious pulling up your subconscious? So I feel like they both kind of work hand in hand, but I think a, I think a lot of decisions are made because you've gotten so used to a routine that some decisions are made literally within like less than a millisecond in your brain mm. because you're so used to it that like it's weird that it would divert to anything else. But I feel like that's, wow, that is a bit of a wig out. So percentage-wise, come on, let's answer. What percentage of your decisions? What percentage? I reckon, to be honest, like... I reckon I make more conscious decisions because, I mean, I choose what I want to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The only subconscious decisions I'm really making, I think, is just my subconscious, like, kind of, like, affecting. Like I feel like, like say, for instance, at work, like, right, our daily tasks aren't said, sense. Our daily tasks at work aren't set out by anyone. Yeah, they're not set in stone. So we're, they're, they're self-motivated tasks. Yeah. So we get into work. We don't have like a sheet or like a run sheet of what we have to do that day. Yeah, no. It's like we have to figure out what we have to do and do it, which is a lot of people's workplace. But that's what I'm saying is that like a lot of that is like not conscious because we just move from one thing to the next as it arises. Yeah, you know? I, I would say that work-wise there's a lot of things I do that I think is just my subconscious doing it because I've done it for so long Mm -hmm. I would say to be honest on an average day I reckon though I still would make about 60 to 70 percent with actual conscious okay yeah and I reckon 30 to 40 percent would just Mm. be my routine or Mm. my subconscious just affecting that decision yeah to be honest yeah if I'm really putting it down to percentage but then in saying that there's obviously other situations where I would say God, no, I really use my conscious. Oh, God, no, my subconscious just made that decision. Yeah, yeah. Like, you we know what I mean? It. We just did it. You just do it. Like, yeah. if you think about it, you go up to a bar, someone asks you, what do you want to drink? Sometimes you're just so, like, 
in your own world that your subconscious will just be like in a millisecond decide that you want your normal uh, your normal dream yeah 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 it's a bit oh, Whereas if really you're like consciously out. answering, you'd be like, oh, well, let me think yeah, how let I me feel think. today. What do I yeah. think? What do I feel like? What, yeah. I, what am I going to eat later? What am yeah. I like? I think a lot of routine like decisions or when you have favorites and stuff is just your subconscious. Do you think, I do you think that, does it say something about how you are currently mentally if you're, or you're like a lot of your decisions are you know, just subconscious decisions. Because Shall I Google what does it mean if a lot of your decisions are subconscious? Subconscious yeah. decisions. Because I feel like sometimes, like, is that when you're, you feel like you're in a rut, like you're not making any, like, you're not actively choosing, you're just going with the flow, you're going with the easiest thing because it's too hard to think or, like, too hard to, like, get into it. Mm, okay. How does subconscious affect decision-making? Subconscious has found that it helps to initiate goal-oriented behavior, creativity, insight, memory, and decision-making. In giving your subconscious time to work, it makes for better decisions. And apparently when it comes to decisions, we tend to assume that they are made by our conscious mind, but that is questioned because a lot of it is our subconscious. Yeah, I think I think I agree with that. I think now that I've thought about it for a little bit, I think a lot of the decisions i make on a day-to-day basis aren't necessarily oh conscious. wow this is a bit of a wig out this so there was this article done so basically there was a team of scientists they worked out that even several seconds before we consciously make a decision it is because it's an outcome predicted by our unconscious Whoa. and they've looked they've done activity study on a brain and figured yeah. out that it, that our unconscious makes a difference that makes a decision several seconds before we consciously make it mm. that's a bit like brain what are you doing up there like settle down god you're working harder like you're working <laughs> faster <laughs> jesus okay let's move on okay, okay now i'm gonna ask you the next one i haven't okay. read this one okay ready the notion that when someone asks you how you are going you just respond with fine you don't actually delve into how you're truly feeling yeah, I mean, I guess on the average, imagine how many times, especially we work in retail, how many times they say, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? They say, oh, yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Like, imagine I just yeah. turned around and said, no, I'm actually having a terrible day. I want to go cry in bed. Like, I feel like people just don't say that. Like, I feel like it's becomes, how are you has become like a hello. Like, it's actually become a greeting rather than an actual question. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think we should normalize, obviously, maybe not at work, but in general, when your friend just says, mm. oh, how are you today? Just be honest. Just be like, to be honest, I'm having not a great day. Or to be honest, I'm having a fabulous day. Yeah, How's your yeah. day been? Yeah. Because I think it should be a much more sincere thing being like, oh, my God, like, how are you? Rather than just being yeah. like, hey, how are you? Mm. The tone. It's in the tone. It's in the tone. What do you think? What's your thoughts and feelings on this one? This one's a bit of like a... Mm, I don't know about this one. I'm just kind of like, oh, well... I think it's it's because like it's it's just an it's a norm to ask people it's a norm how 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 they how they are how you going how you yeah. going you know how you going like it's not like but I also think the question isn't it's not said to actually ask someone yeah. like if you want to ask someone how you truly feeling you sit down or get a coffee that person you say yeah. okay so like obviously that happened the other week like what are your thoughts on that like how has that been affecting maybe you like that's the type feeling of feeling is different from how how are you yeah maybe that's the or weird, that's are the you okay change. or are you okay because yeah. i think how are you is just very blunt straight yeah. to the point just get it out but how are you feeling and are you okay yeah. is really asking about your feelings whereas how are you is maybe just mm. asking about you 
Yeah. So I think like, I think, yeah, we use how are you when we just want to like be polite and whatnot. But I think we actually, you know, when someone asks, you know, you ask it in a a different way. And Mm. also it's quite a personal question to ask. So you're not just going to ask it as you're just floating by someone. Like, you know what I mean? Truly answer it. Or even if you see someone like, why are you getting coffee? Oh, how are you going? How are you? Like it's, if you go, if you're going to have a conversation about someone's like how they are, you're going to have a proper conversation about it. It's not like some, your your barista is going to be like, how are you today? Look, I'm feeling really crap. My boyfriend just broke up with me yesterday. Hey, some baristas. That that would not happen. Some baristas definitely have just, yeah. Just unloaded. Unloaded. gone for it. Definitely. 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 Okay. Well, I think that that one's quite an easy one. Okay, Anna, this is Mm -hmm. the next one. Is social media truly beneficial or is it too much apart from our everyday physical life? Do you think it's too different from everyday life or do you think social media actually benefits people? To be honest, I see, I think social media can actually be extremely beneficial because obviously YouTube and stuff, like there's a lot of educational things that come from social media. I think there is a very dark side to social media that I think a lot of influencers and people that are out there face, but also a lot of school kids face. Mm. I think there's obviously an image, a body image that everyone strives for or a perfect life or a perfect day. When I think social media, the harsh thing about social media is that it only shows you the smallest part of someone's day. Mm. Whereas an everyday life of someone is completely different. And I think that's where a lot of people, a lot of the bad stuff comes from because a lot of people think they can make opinions off of people from small snippets they've seen of their life. And I think that's where it kind of becomes bad. I think it is, it's beneficial in the way it obviously has created a lot more jobs for people. It's created a lot more I was going to say, that's my job. Yeah. <laughs> it's created a lot more Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's why I want to jump in there and say, yeah, I do agree that social media is really beneficial because you think of business in 2022, right? Yeah. What business doesn't have social media? And I can't tell you how important social media is for business and the growth of business. Like ever since social media has become what it's become, ever since Instagram has Mm. become what it's become, businesses can grow and reach people that they've never been able to reach before. Yeah, like if you think about how many other people have jobs. From a business perspective, like you – Hard pressed to find a business these days that doesn't have a social yeah. media marketing coordinator or a social just a social media coordinator, a social media brand partnerships manager. Yeah. Like, I think a hundred percent, it's so truly beneficial in a business sense. Yeah. Whether or not it's beneficial for someone vulnerable in a personal sense. I don't know. I think there are benefits to it because I think there's a lot of things you can turn to social media when you're unsure, you need some inspiration in a a personal sense, 100%. I think it is beneficial. But at the same time, we've seen the damage, the damage, heartache that social media has caused on another sense. So I think, yeah, I think it's hard. If I break it down in the sense of personal and business, right? Yeah, 100% I can say it's truly beneficial Mm. to business. I think, you know, we wouldn't be where we are, not just the Hustle Sisters, but our own, like, our actual work. Yeah. We wouldn't be where we are today without it. But at the same time, on a a personal level, I could do, I could, I could do without it. Like, yeah, in the last year, like, I deleted my personal social media 
because I was just like, nah, not for yeah. me. Like, it, it, it can be really, really triggering a lot of the time. But at the same time, it can be really great. Like, I love seeing what people are up to. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what's this person doing? Or what that's, what's that company doing? I also really love it now. I'm like, okay, I found, found my love for it again. I think it's also created a really unique relationship with brands and mm. their customers. Mm. And also people who are in the public. I, I think... To be honest, I think social media is fantastic in the way it's given people so many more different ways to make a livelihood. And I mm-hmm. think the world is so changing and the technological world world is still going to change so much more. And I think mm. influencer marketing and all that is the next, like that's going to be just it genuinely. Yeah. Um, but I think, I do agree with the thing that I think it's very different from everyday life. Like the daily life we live, I think that's not portrayed and I also think a lot of social media can act as a bit of a barrier for people to be really nasty to people. Mm. I think that's the one thing is that I it think... It creates a space where people can hide behind a screen mm. to be nasty. Yeah, and I think that's I where hate. it becomes negative. Mm. But I think, to be honest, I think if you feel capable in yourself to handle social media and you are happy in having social media, then that's great. But I think if you are one but of those people... But it's also people, good in a sense it does call people out on their yeah. behavior. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think... If you are one of those people that find that you are maybe putting too much thought into social media and maybe comparing, I think maybe that's not a space for you, but I think it can truly be beneficial for people that use it to make money, use it as work, Mm. use it just to catch up with friends. I think then that is really beneficial. I think it's a very Mm. hard line, but I think in everything, every aspect of life has bad things and good things. Mm. I guess it's just learning to grow and back your own journey about being, getting used to that. These questions are hard. Deep. They're deep as well. I feel like we're going on a deep. Well, they're that was hard, the last but question. They're, they're hard, but they're definitely on top. I hope you guys are having a think in your brain, like what you would say mm. and what you would answer. Because obviously when we do release this podcast, we would love to hear it in the comments or even in our DMs. If obviously you don't want to share it, I get some of these questions are quite personal. Yeah. Just like let us know because I wonder if people are on the same wavelength as us or whether they're thinking something completely different. Yeah. Because it could be taken in so many different ways, these questions. They're very like... I get so wigged out when I think about life too hard, to be honest. Yeah. Like, when I think about death or when I think about getting older or when I just think about, like, that evolution, like, when I just think about things too much, it really wigs me out. And it just makes me think Why about weird Why are you scared? It's not – I don't know whether it's scared, but I just can't wrap my head around that, like, we are actually, like, a species that has, like – that do think – like, we act, like yeah. it's weird. Like, it really wigs me out to think that, like, we live every day, but then that day we're never going to see again, but then – we're going to get old and like we are almost we are an animal like we but we are like friends and like we all like have our families but then we like it's just really wigs me out oh, maybe that question's for another episode yeah, sorry, sorry <laughs> if i get really wigged out anything about that just really wigs me out it doesn't make me scared it just like really gets in my brain like how is this possible but obviously it's scientifically possible guys because obviously look at life but yeah no i think well that's all the questions for today i reckon we answered them we answered them quite i mean from my perspective well maybe when i listen to this back i'll be like god what are you guys on about i think i don't sometimes i hate this like hot seat question thing because it's like did i did i think about that yeah did i do it justice do i actually say what i was thinking in my head we'll check in next week with our next episode and we'll check in if we wanted to change anything or we thought about it a little bit more but yeah guys ask each other hot seat questions it's it's really interesting and also let us know if you guys have any questions that you want us to answer maybe that can be Mm. maybe a a snippet that we do at the start of each episode. Anna, how are you feeling? This is your hot seat question for the day. Ah, yeah. That could be fun. Hot seat question to start. 
Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, well, that wraps this episode up. We hope you loved this episode. Thank you for joining us for another week of the Hustle Sisters podcast. And as always, follow us on Instagram. We're the Hustle Sisters. Rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You know, you guys know what to do. Do your thing. Have a great week, guys. Bye. And what I wanted was to crash with my dumb friends on the